0: hi everyone welcome to the heart of hallmark podcast and i am grace hart today i'm going to be recapping the wedding veil i have been waiting for this movie this is a trilogy so that means there's going to be three movies the next one is um, already slated so this is very exciting i love lacey chabert is in this You'll remember her from christmas at castle heart crossword puzzle mysteries christmas waltz and so many more also kevin mcgarry and he's a big one in when calls the heart for you uh um when calls the heart fans winter castle and then we have autumn Reeser, who you know from the 27 hour day a glenbrook christmas Christmas Under the Stars, and the all-popular country wedding, and also Allison Sweeney. We'll know her from Days of Our Lives, The Biggest Loser. We also know her from Hallmark, the Hannah Swenson um, movie mysteries, and the Chronicle Mysteries, uh, the all-popular Irresistible Blueberry Farm, and also Good Morning Christmas with Mark Blucas as her co-star. So great people in this movie, and uh quick synopsis is this follows three longtime college friends who discover a mysterious antique veil fabled to unite its bearer with true love. So this first movie in the trilogy um, mostly focuses on Lacey Chabert's character Avery. And we start with the three friends. We find out they went to college together once a year. They make it a point to get together and meet. They go antiquing, um, just lunch. Um, So they do a time together. That that's their yearly get together. I love that. Um, They do lunch, catching up. They're trying to pick a place for their meeting the following year. And afterwards, they go shopping some more. They go into this shop, and Avery finds this beautiful wedding veil in a shop that catches her eye. Now, Avery works in an art museum. She loves art. They each one of them do artistic things. So they love history and art. So this veil catches her eye. The lady at the shop it talks to her about the veil and says that there's a legend that goes with the veil that whoever is in possession of the veil will find true love as avery looks closer at this veil she notices a heart um, when they're first looking at it but she also notices a very small embroidered a on it so that just leads her to look at the friends and say, but it has an A, it's almost like it's meant to be for me. So she decides to buy it and the friends go, you know what, we'll buy this for you um, for in the future, consider this our early, early wedding gift since she's not even engaged or dating anybody, serious. Um, So then they make a pact that they're all gonna buy it together and they're all gonna share it. So the friends part their way till next year Avery is the one who right now is in charge of the veil she takes it to the front desk at the hotel for um for them to hold on to her and um so she's all set the other girls leave and Avery's staying just a little longer so while she's there she runs into this guy Peter they actually he they actually go to get in the the same cab Peter is very gallant as she calls it and lets her have the cab and he hails another cab lo and behold both of their cabs pull in at the same art museum so they walk around and enjoy the art together find out that they're probably two of the only people in the place that actually take the time to read the information about each installation so peter asks her if she has any plans after and um so they go off to the botanical gardens and they walk and chat. They have something to eat there. She um, And she finds out he lives in Boston, which is where she lives too. Is it fate? Yeah, we'll see. So Peter takes a phone call as they're back in the hotel because they're at the same hotel together. Peter was there for a wedding that was going on at the hotel. So while he's on a phone call, Avery goes over to the desk and gives her the veil that was cleaned that they're holding. And we see that Peter sees that so he comes back and um, he's very cold and and odd so now we cue back to each of the friends are all back home and Emma calls Avery she tells her and Avery tells her about Peter Uh, we find that Avery's heading up a gala and if she pulls off this gala at work for the art museum the bosses will be impressed and there's a job opening that obviously she probably would you know, be a shoe in for the job, so no pressure there. (laughs) So the girl she works with there, I'm not sure if it's her assistant or just a girl she works with, asks her about her trip, and then she learns her assistant just got engaged. So not only did she just get engaged, but this friend is getting married like in a month, so she has to step things up. They're not waiting. She goes into a meeting, with the art foundation there about the gala and she finds out that she'll be working with somebody from the foundation for the art um, museum so the her friend asks her for help at the wedding that's in a month she's also going to be doing the gala and then she finds out that it's act uh, she's meeting a mr ha- hastings that she'll be working with and lo and behold she finds out it's pete small world is it fate we'll see so they're going to be working together. We see him at his place talking with one of his coworkers slash friends. And we find out, so we know from the beginning, that Peter, because he saw the veil, he thinks she's engaged in getting married. You know, so this is where we learn assumptions are never a good thing. So Avery FaceTimes with Tracy and Emma, talks about Peter that, oh my gosh, do you remember that guy that I met over in San Francisco at the hotel? Well, guess what? He's the one I'm working with. So they chat and we cue over. We do see that the veil is hanging up in Avery's apartment. So Avery is beginning to help her friend plan the wedding. They shop for gowns. She actually does find one that matches the veil. So in the back of her mind, she's looking through dresses, you know, They talk about weddings um, and how she's never caught the bouquet, and uh, so they're outside at lunch tasting wedding cake. Peter shows up early for one of their meetings, so they invite Peter to join them, and Avery gets a call, has to step away, so Peter's talking to the friend about the wedding, so she tells him, oh yeah, it's in a month, so he gets really cold and, and weird and leaves and says, well, he'll meet Avery inside. So it's an odd meeting as their communication is all off whack, and uh, so no big deal. She's outside at an outdoor installation for art, and the bench doesn't look quite right with these two pieces of art. So she goes down into the basement storage area to see if she can find a bench for that installation that matches a little bit better, and she comes across a painting. We don't really get to know who it is um, that painted it. I don't know. But, I mean, Avery knows. She thinks it's by a, you know, very um, renowned artist. She comes back looking for her friend, but the friend has left. So she finds Peter, and she tells him about the painting and says, come on and look. So they go and look because she thinks it's a very expensive, you know, unfound painting that's been stuck in storage and forgotten about. So we see them trying to solve now the mystery of the painting. It's authenticated and it's real and it is a great find. She sees an old picture of a bride and calls Peter to talk about the gala and throws out the idea, well, what if they restore the painting and unveil the painting at the gala? So she poses the idea to her co-workers at the museum. Peter gives her the uh, the support and, and the... Uh, gumption to be able to go to the board and present that idea and it gets approved by the board. So she and Peter agree that in honor of the painting, the gala theme will be a wedding theme. Of course, Peter still thinks that she's getting married. So we still have confusion. So they start to plan the gala together. They get talking. He asks about the friends and their yearly antiquing trips gathering. So you know, some bonding going on there. As they go back to the museum, um, Her, f- the friend at the museum, the brother has come to pick her up. They're going to look for a DJ for the wedding. So again, Peter still has no clue that it's not her wedding. So sees her get in a car to go look for a DJ. And he's just assuming that that's her fiance and they're off. Um, so Avery does ask him why he's so moody. Again, men, they don't want to communicate, doesn't say anything, Um, but she does bring that up with him, but uh, he still thinks it's her getting married and doesn't want to say anything. (laughs) So miscommunication. So we see her and her work friend talking about Peter and about how he's so hot and then cold. He's opened up, he's warm, and she thinks that they're getting along, and then all of a sudden he gets really cold and far away. We also see Peter talking to his coworker friend about how he really likes Avery, and he decides he's gonna go apologize to her. So while that, we find out the gala is sold out. So this is wonderful. For her first gala, she's planning it is sold out. The office gets a call about the painting from the restorer while Avery is out. Another guy at work that also wants the promotion and uh, is vying for it with her, we see him taking the message and just throwing it away. So Avery, you know, doesn't get the message right away. But thankfully, um, Avery does check in with the restoration guy and gets told there's a problem the canvas is buckled and it's cracking in the pigment so it's a lot more work than this guy thought and it won't be able to be finished for the gala so Avery puts her thinking cap on decides if she's going for this promotion she can do this she can find a way to have this ready on time so she talks to the guy and if they can find somebody who's as knowledgeable as he to work on this painting with two of them this could possibly be ready on time she finds someone the boss approves so so far they are on track for this gala for the painting to be revealed it's finally time for her friend's wedding so they're all at the wedding the friend invited peter too because the friend kind of saw there was a little something between them well peter shows up with a friend um a date so she sees that and goes oh great he already has this really nice blonde skinny you know girlfriend so she's sitting alone and peter brings her over a drink so he finally talks and he mentions something about her wedding so now she's looking at him clueless so now she gets to finally set things straight finally gets to tell him that no she's not engaged uh and it comes out that he saw the veil thought she was getting married so the whole story comes out that no she just bought the veil there because she thought it was really pretty but she's not seeing anybody or engaged she was helping her friend plan her wedding and that was the bride's brother she best man that she was helping to find a dj with so now they're on the same page (laughs) so we learn that uh, we see that the bride's brother and his cousin end up hitting it off and end up dating so um, they have a nice dance at the wedding together her and peter and now it's kind of like they actually get to have a fresh start the beginning of something wonderful to come. He drops her off at home. We see her looking over at the veil and says, maybe the legend is real. So then back to gala planning, progress is being made on the painting, food is coming along, boss notices that her and Peter are getting along better. Um, Peter does comment there was a, a miscommunication issue. Yep, yep, you think? So the boss asks him, um being on the board if he would be the one to unveil the painting at the gala and he accepts so now he and Avery go out to taste um to test caterers um food for the gala they get to talk bond a little bit um back at work the friend is back from the honeymoon the guy that threw away the message the coworker he is just starting a new program an art boot camp for kids and um He had an issue that he was so busy with projects to try to make him look good for the promotion that he goofed with the person that was supposed to be doing the kicking off the boot camp and booked him on the wrong flight. So now he's got these kids signed up for this art boot camp and nobody to do it. So Avery says, wait a minute, I might have an idea and ask Pete if he wants to step in and share his knowledge of art. He loves art. He's talked about how he wanted to start and do children's programs at one of the hospitals that the foundation is building. So Avery's like, Well, here's the time for you to start testing it out. So he says, sure, let's let's do it. And the kids love him. He's good with the kids and um it all works out great. Her boss is very impressed, is talking to her and the guy up on the thing saying how wonderful this is and what a great idea it was to get Pete. The co-worker is honest and said it was Avery's idea and he comes clean with Avery about the message he threw away and they talk and he's very grateful that even though she knew, she said she knew it was him and even though she knew she was still kind enough to do this for him and they agree that maybe competitors can still be friends. So I like that. So it was good that, you know, I thought that was really nice that even though she knew that, she still decided to put that aside and help him even though she didn't have to and she could have held a grudge. And I thought that was a really nice thing that sometimes we can be bigger than other people around us who aren't. So we finally get to the gala the gala's happening. She meets his mom. Peter's mom comes. The mother's very impressed with the gala. The painting is officially unveiled. It's gorgeous. It is a this beautiful woman, um woman bride and it's a gorgeous painting. Avery gets to talk with Peter's mom and you know, talks about him wanting to teach art and how he filled in for this class and he did great and it was something that he had said he wanted to do. Avery gets pulled away for an interview for a newspaper for the gala. And Peter, I guess, in the meantime, was talking to his mom and wasn't really happy that she mentioned that to him. And um, so he really wasn't happy that she mentioned that. But she talked about, you know, well, you said the foundation isn't about what he wants. You know, he says it's about the responsibility he has for his family. Avery is great. She just point blank tells him if you're gonna pull away pull away but don't use these things as an excuse and she says I can't do it and walks away so she is on zoom talking with the friends so the three friends are talking she tells him that the gala did go well and when she finishes she looks over he had given her um, the flowers that he caught at the wedding. When they were at the wedding, he caught the, the bride bouquet and he had given them to her. So she sees the flowers, sees the veil, um, and she hangs her dress up over the veil. She's kind of looking at the veil like, maybe fate has nothing to do with this and maybe the legend isn't maybe what it, I thought it was. So now she's back at the gallery admiring the painting. Her boss comes in to tell her that she's been promoted we also see, we cue over to Peter, that Peter and his mother finally have the talk they need to have. And um, she tells him that the foundation and, and his dad's legacy is all set. She didn't realize that he had an interest in, you know, teaching and sharing his artistic knowledge. And, you know, that maybe he it's okay for him to start doing things that he wants to do. So he does admit that he pushed Avery away so we are queued back to the museum and Avery gets a message that um, there's a problem, she needs to go over to the building where the painting is. And lo and behold, Peter's there with a dozen roses, because when they first met, they were going through the rose garden to smell the roses. He apologizes. He finally tells her how he feels. They both admit they are in love and they kiss with the painting in the background, which is perfect. And then I love this. I love that this movie just did not end. Most of them would just end with the wedding. They live happily ever after. And I love that it doesn't, you know, well, it does. We queue eight months later to to the wedding. The friends are helping her get ready. So we actually get to see the wedding. She tells them she really believes that the veil brought them together. The friends put the veil on her, it's perfect. So they get married at the museum, it's perfect. Avery brings her friends to see the painting after during the reception and she points out the veil. It's the veil. You could see the heart on the veil. The other friends are kind of like, but she's like no this is the veil so emma says she's heading heading to italy and will take the veil with her to find out more about it so they all talk at the reception with peter too they tell him the legend and it ends with them toasting to the veil and true love so i loved that that it you know it ended with the wedding but it ended with back to the three friends in front of the painting kind of talking about how um you know that that's the veil that's in the painting so, awesome movie. I gave it a five hearts out of five for this rating. Everything tied in so nicely. The three actresses were great. Um, I really bought them as being friends. You could tell that obviously they've worked on Hallmark, so they've met each other before anyway through, through the Hallmark family. They all just were great in their roles, and I loved it. I had no issues with anything. My only issue was is waiting for the next one. And that will be on Saturday. February 12th is the next installment. Previews are already out. So we do see that the next installment really is about Emma heading to Italy and taking the veil with her to find out more about the veil and the history of it. So we'll all just have to wait another few weeks till February and get part two. And we will continue on this wonderful trilogy and these friends and this story. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you again here on the podcast.